Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch Wedding Special. Whoa, was that a false start that we just did? Was that, that was the a actual false start, start? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. This that again. Wed- Sorry, I wasn't ready. Go for it. Go for it. What? Go. Go. Wedding special. Dun, dun. Hey, um, fucking wedding special. Yeah, wedding special. The first of two wedding specials. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the other one is until the end of the podcast. You can you can probably guess though which one we're going to watch. But we have been watching uh, on Daily Motion, uh, thanks to the channel uh, Neighbours UK Fans Forever. We've watched episodes 723 and 724, and it was Imagine Harold's wedding. That's a big wedding. Not the biggest wedding, but it's a big wedding. Uh, and I was interested, I was very interested to see how these two, these two have had an unconventional relationship, you would say. Uh, so it'd be interesting. I was very interested to see them, what they did with Tie the Knot. Adam, do you know when this episode first aired? Do you want to have a, a guess? I have a guess. I'll go something like 85. Ooh. Can I have a guess? Tim, you can have a guess. Was it the 11th of the 5th, 1988? It certainly was, Tim. What a guess. <laughs> nice. Good very, guess, very, that, Tim. Yeah. 1988. Did it feel like 1988 when you watched it, Adam? Well, as I say, I, I went 85 there. I thought it was a little bit earlier than that, maybe. Um, but oh, it's it's very 80s. It's very 80s. Very 80s, indeed. Uh, it's weird to see Harold kind of thin as well, without that kind of... I was going to say the same about you. <laughs> I wouldn't. You've been thin for a while. I have been thin for a while. Is it because you're really nervous about the wedding? What's Are you feeling all right? What are you thinking? Are you, are you like... Is this are you trying to lose weight for the wedding? Are you is it dropping off because you're so nervous and you think you might have made a mistake? What what are you thinking? <laughs> no, I've maintained the same weight now for a while. Uh it was nothing nothing to do with the wedding. You're not slowly oh, dying anymore then. It's not just dropping off uncontrollably. No, it seems to have I've seemed to have steadied out now, which is which is good. Because yeah, I was a little bit worried. I was like, I'm still losing weight. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Is it through exercise, eating right, a combination of both? Like a combination what, of both, it? yeah. A couple of runs a week, watching what I eat. Uh, well, like diarrhea. <sighs> you just make a diarrhea joke, Tim. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> what he does. That's why I'm here. He makes literally shit jokes. <laughs> uh, I've lost my train of thought now, Tim. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. I'm just going to sit here quietly. Every time I say anything, you get distracted and start again. I've not even said anything inappropriate yet. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not worried about the wedding. I'd actually lost all the weight before we actually thought about the wedding. Uh, Yeah, I'm chilling. It's fine. It's... I know you're fine. I'm just, I'm just winding you up for something to say on the podcast, so we don't have to talk about the actual fucking neighbours. 
Yeah, I should be worried. Oh, I do need some help writing vowels, though. I don't know if you two want to chip in. Like that's that. asking for trouble said... straight away, to be honest. Because <laughs> you said we'll write our own vowels, which sounded like a great idea at the time, but I'm like, oh, I have to... You know what you should do? You know what you should do? You should write them, but then get them, then get them tattooed all the way down your front, and then just lift your shirt up at the wedding... And you've lost a lot of weight, so that'll be good for everyone. Lift it up, show everyone the vows tattooed on your body. She can just fucking read them. <laughs> I reckon, though, joking aside, you both will get each other's vows tattooed on your bodies somewhere after the wedding. I reckon you'll do that. You won't yeah. keep the vows and put them in a frame. You'll get them tattooed on your bodies because you're both fucking psychopaths. <laughs> Seen that film Memento? Yes. That's what you look like. <laughs> it's a very good film I wouldn't mind watching that again uh, I've lost my train of thought now Adam. fucking hell <laughs> he's so <laughs> easily distracted you, you just talk through the neighbours we'll sit here until you let us speak at the end <laughs> until, I, until I actually say goodbye at the end right let's talk about some neighbours let's do it Let's, uh, so the episode starts, uh, Harold's fucking bollocking uh, the kids. He's fucking fuming with them because they've just gone on. So uh, Scott and Charlene and Henry have all just gone and decided to invite a load of other fucking people. I think one of them being Madge's ex- ex-husband as well. Uh, Harold's fucking fuming about this. They're like, oh, yeah, we've done a table plan for you and everything. He's like, no, this is not fucking happening. I'm not happy about this. And he storms off and all the kids are a bit like, oh, fuck, we fucked up here. Uh, Henry goes next door to the Robinsons. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think they're going to call the wedding off. We fucked this up royally here. Uh, it, it's, it's not going to go through. There's going to be no wedding tomorrow. And the Robinsons are like, Whoa! There's, I don't, they're kind of, I don't know, the Robinsons, did they kind of feud? They were kind of like the bad family, weren't they? The neighbours, the Robinsons, a bit. Paul certainly was, anyway. Don't know about the rest. <laughs> Adam's really going through with the vow of not talking until the end of the podcast. I don't know what you want me to say without fucking the whole thing up, so I'm just like... Paul, Paul's responsible for the zombies. He's obviously a bad guy. True. I think yeah. there was a feud between the two of them. I think the Robinsons were always seen as more well-to-do and the Ramses were seen as a bit more whoa, off the off the cuff kind of... Yeah, maybe it was a class war kind of... I think it was a little bit. And I think that's what they tried to do a little bit with the Carl Kennedy, Joe Scully storyline way down the future where, you know, present-day Neighbours Hood rewatch. I think that's what they tried to do. It's that kind of... It's good. It's good dynamic for a clash or a situation, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Nothing, nothing better than a clash of, of classes. No, it's like Tim being a posh bastard and like. <laughs> Since <the> when? <laughs> and us being working class heroes. Would never call myself a hero. You <laughs> I do. Yeah, I know you do. I call myself a hero. I know. I know. I call myself a hero the all out through the pandemic as well. By the way, just so. You're aware. I was an essential worker during the pandemic. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. I was no, still you... working. Still working, essential worker. During the pandemic, you weren't doing any work. Yeah, I was. I was delivering. That what? No, no. Essential <laughs> no. worker. No. Still Not working during the pandemic. Essential you worker. You was at home coming up with this idea. That's what <laughs> you were doing. 
So yeah, fair play to you. <laughs> Essential podcast. Uh, but the other going back to Madge, Madge is like, right, we just want a small wedding. She comes over. She co- Madge comes over and brokers the peace, which is quite mature of Madge. She's usually the one fucking show up and causing arguments and losing a shit. She's like, listen, you, you tried to do a nice thing, but we, that's not the wedding we want. We want a small wedding. Uh, and then Kylie's like, oh, what about all the people inviting? She's like, well, we better get on the blower and uninvite them all before they all set off for the wedding. So uh, breakfast the next morning then. Everything seems to be, you know, it's the morning, it's the, it's the, no, it's not the morning of the wedding, is it? It's the morning the day before, isn't it, the wedding? Can I ask you something? Yeah. So what I'm going to try and do with these wedding specials is just keep bringing them back to your wedding and stuff, if I have an idea. So obviously, like, there was that with, with the with the stuff with the guest list there. Mm-hmm. Imagine how, and she was like, fucking hell, it's a lot of people. We don't want some of them coming, blah, blah, blah. Bring them up, tell them they can't fucking come. Obviously, yours is not a traditional wedding. Is there anybody who you, who, like, maybe came to your first wedding, who you'd think... Don't want them coming again. Or just a family member, a family member, you think, like an Uncle Norbed or something like that, where you think, I don't want them coming to the wedding. Yeah, maybe we'll let them watch it on Zoom. Maybe one of her family you really you really don't like, who's probably not taken to you. Like someone like that, who you just don't want to come to the wedding. They're not going to listen to this. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of people like that. Plenty of people. Plenty of people, yeah. Plenty of people. It's probably one of us, but because he needs us to do the podcast, <laughs> he, he feels awkward leaving us out. Who do you think would be more of a cunt at a wedding, me or Tim? <laughs> no, not sorry, our wedding, your wedding. I think that's it, an important difference. It depends where do you think the cuntiness is going to come up. Don't know. It, Tim could be a posh pastor about it all. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> He just, just walk, he just walking like fucking out. He has Look already this. kicked off about the menu. What a cunt! <laughs> this is the menu. Oh, can I have another menu, please? <laughs> fucking hell! For what it's say, worth, no, Tim, I thought it. I wouldn't dare say it though because it's his wedding. There's just no need. It was, a, it was only the my only issue was and not even mine. Like, was it Grace's issue? She just what she's a like, bitch. And she couldn't even do it thing... herself. She had to get you to speak for her. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, she she wasn't gonna say anything. The the only thing that jumped out at her as a starter, she didn't like like oh was the quail egg thing she wasn't sure about. And then the only dessert that jumped out at her came with um salted caramel ice cream. She doesn't really like salted caramel. That's it. So we're just wondering, because sometimes there's a set menu, sometimes it's a la carte. I know the term a la carte because I'm that guy. I thought, nah, maybe you just sent this for convenience. There might be another option. Just asking the question. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I will walk into your wedding and be like, oh, look at the state of these chairs. Look at the fucking Viking. Could you not get a priest? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my character for the day. Tim, what are you wearing to this wedding? He said, he said like... Not traditional, so I'm going. I'll be like completely naked for the first half, and then might just wear, like put on a tie for the ending. Okay. The formal dinner. Yeah. I feel like you've gone the other way around. I'd have the tie for the service if anything, and then just let it all hang out. But I don't know where I'm putting the tie though. I might. I might just put the tie on different bits. Unconventional. Like, yeah. Just round your head like Rambo. It. I realistically, it'd probably just be a suit. Just be a suit. What are you wearing, Adam? 
I don't know. I haven't decided. I was thinking, I was thinking soup, but then I was like, it's not traditional wording. Fucking hell. So then I was thinking <laughs> maybe a bit of a, a, like not a soup. This is going to sound like a soup when I say it, but it's not a soup. Like blazer, shirt, trousers, not necessarily like jacket. Or matching. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, something that yeah. you would wear because you love flaunting yourself in a fucking blazer all over your WhatsApp pictures or any pictures you like putting on. Non-stop fucking blazer effort you nowadays, aren't you? It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> you, You've just gone, gone for it. Full in blazer. Yeah. Like T-shirt underneath though. No, I don't think, I think in the latest WhatsApp picture I am wearing a shirt, I think. I think you might be right. What Are you wearing, <laughs> are you wearing a T-shirt shirt. and blazer though? For the wedding? Mm, no, I've got an actual suit. I've got the suit here, actually, I think. It's just a traditional black suit. It's nothing special. It's just a nice one from Next. Uh, some nice shoes. Seth's got matching one as well. And then we're just going to have little flower things in the in the pocket, rather than like a pocket square. Is Peyton doing white dress? Yes. I wouldn't have uh, thought so, Sib. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, uh, and she's making her own dress. Okay, that's cool. Fair play. Yeah. She's uh, well, I got her a sewing machine for her birthday. She thought about the idea ages ago and she's like, oh, I wouldn't mind, like, because she likes sewing and stuff. And I bought her a sewing machine. And cooking and cleaning. Way. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, so, yeah, I bought her a sewing machine for her birthday and then we got some tablecloths from work to practice with. And yeah, she managed to make a dress. Uh, I know. Yeah, she figured it all out, did it. So, yeah, we're going to go and get some fabric tomorrow. She's not even made it yet. No, no, no. You're no. less than two weeks. <laughs> the way you said that then, you made it sound like she got some tablecloths <laughs> and the dress is sorted. I don't know how she did it, but she knocked up out of a couple of tablecloths. That's that's the backup. If the if, if we mess up the fab if she messes up the fabric. She's only giving herself less than two weeks to fucking make it. Yeah. No. Takes professionals months, but <laughs> she's gonna I'll... bash it out in two weeks. We're also gonna do some homeschooling all right as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line in it you are not far <laughs> away from it um, so the next morning uh, they're all kind of around the breakfast table and Harold's a bit upset that no one's uh, done a, a books party for him a stag party he's like oh so where are we going tonight and Henry's just like no way did you want a party he's like Harold's like fuck it I wanted a party to get fucking wasted on my uh on my last night and they're like oh well i thought they were gonna go like oh yeah we'll pretend we've organized one for him and it's a surprise but they just flat out went no we've not done one for you because we thought you all thought you were boring cunt uh, <laughs> it's true though isn't it like yeah. it's, it's surprising that he would want one because he should usually yeah. like frown upon the whole thing yeah so they're like all right well we'll do a party but it has to be at mrs mangle's house because she's going out for the night so, yeah, they organise a party at, um, at Mrs. Mangle's house. And it cuts back to... There's a few other scenes, but they're a bit shit. Uh, <laughs> then it cuts to the party, and that's a fucking bit shit as well, isn't it? They've got... There's some chips and dips. Uh, there's some orange juice and punch. And he's got some Mozart on the go. He is blasting out some Mozart. And Harold's having the time of his life. And while he's doing all this... He's bragging to everyone about his son, David, who's about to show up. I was like, oh, my son, David's going to come for the wedding. Oh, he gets the news that his daughter's not showing up because he's got a daughter as well. Kerry Bishop. 
Kerry, yeah, she's not showing up. And he, he's a bit pissed off about that, as you would be. Uh, he's, he's very happy showing photographs of just like, he's like, imagine him on a holiday or something. He's just showing photographs like that's the, the night out, that's the party. He's him showing photographs while they're all just sat there in the living room. Yeah. Question right. for you. Right. So, um, I asked you, I think it was yesterday, might have been the day before, I can't remember. I asked you if you were having a stag party or evening or anything and you literally, straight back, nope. Nope. Nothing. Uh, doesn't interest me. Doesn't? No, not really. I don't know. I don't know. Just doesn't really appeal to me. Like the whole coming what? out and drunk, being like uber. You don't like so you so you, you getting drunk doesn't appeal to you. No. Okay. You look drunk now. <laughs> what else doesn't appeal to you? Uh I don't know, just be that whole stag party kind of thing. Well, stag like, party like, can be whatever you want, can't it? Harold's shown that. It can be just, you know, chilling out, having a few beers, looking at some photographs or something. Uh, I don't really it like doesn't that. have to be like your first stag party. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we, I mean, not like I could make it at this point anyway, but if you did no. it before the wedding, but we could do something next year, like, you know, to celebrate that, just kind of do that. Because I couldn't go to the first one because you... The first one, I'm pretty sure, was on my, it was on my 17th birthday, if I remember correctly. So, couldn't couldn't go. <laughs> and that's not how young Tim is. That's how young you were when you got married. <laughs> Just sort of weighs it up for the audience there. Like, you missed out. You missed out on. Some so, are you a bit upset that you missed out, Tim, and that you're not going to get a proper? Have you like been no? Like, honestly, like, it's do before. It seemed like fucking carnage. And if it was anything like the other stag do that we went to all together, I, I'm all right. But we could definitely do something a bit more us. Yeah, we could do. But I've also, like, I'm literally working the night before. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I wouldn't be able to make it it's... if like, before the wedding now. But we could do something afterwards, like next year. Or for the next one. <laughs> 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 just keep just booking a load of renewals along the way just to make sure <laughs> don't let this one expire <laughs> and you can come out to ours when we do one in ours yeah sure are you going to pay yeah yeah get get a job waitressing for an airline see if you get some discounts he don't give you fucking discounts i've been through that <laughs> hey i'll get you i'll get you an extra bread roll on the airplane i tell you he won't even give us the extra fucking leg room. He'll invite us. to pay extra money for an extra fucking bag. <laughs> That's my bag. <laughs> no, I, <d> <laughs> I was going to say, like, he'd invite us and say, oh, I've got your discount for the car park at the airport. And it'd be a quid off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, with, the, with the stag do thing, I wanted to check. And then if you was about and wanted to, like, obviously Tim Tim had struggled to get there and all that kind of stuff. But if, if it was like, just a, you don't have to be a, a sordid affair, does it? No, but that's, what, what else? What, what what would you want to do? What what would your ideal stag do be, Adam? Ideal one? Yeah. Okay, so I'd go to one of two places. Okay. Las Vegas or Bangkok. Yeah. <laughs> not just because I've seen the hangovers and things like that just because they're the best two places fair enough 
they are, aren't they? Like, if, if there was, like, places, I'd, I'd, that's what I'd, I'd go to. I'd only go them if I, if I had, like, if money was no no option and, oh, okay. and, and everything like that. No problem with the money because those places are real ridiculously expensive. Mm. Um, but I've been to one. I've been to one in Sheffield, which was fine. Um, I don't, I'm not really a fan of, like, the let's do outward bound stuff. Like, I did go-karting on that one, which was fine. I've been to one in the Lake District, which involved raft building, which was quite good. But then after a night out, like a pretty heavy one, the next morning, it was that, I can't remember, it's like scrambling where you're basically in a river and you have to like <laughs> jump off little waterfalls and stuff like that on a massive hangover. It doesn't take much for me to have a hangover, like one red wine and I'm, that's it. I don't want to talk to anyone. It was just not fun in any way whatsoever, that. So I think, yeah, you, you've got to, you've got to re- remember who, your own limits and things like that on a stag do. My limits aren't very high, I'm being honest. I can picture it. I mean, Jade does look a bit... Is it Ed Helm? Good one. <laughs> that is a good one, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's who you look like. <laughs> A big fucking Mike Tyson tattoo. That's the tattoo I'm getting after That's my holiday. There you go. That's the tattoo, is it? Fucking Mike Tyson one on my face. <laughs> That's the worry. We can't we can't do either of them because just think of what would happen to I him. I can see him being married to a stripper by the end of it. <laughs> got it's like, oh no. Time. I thought you were a waitress. Oh no. <laughs> oh, probably wrong. I must say, Adam, I did uh, on my previous stag do, I did very much enjoy the three strippers that you organized for me, Adam. That was that it was, was funny. Fun. It was I, I still talk about the fact that you got handcuffed to one and then couldn't get out. Oh shit. <laughs> that's the funny part. It's not the strippers part, because that sounds a bit horrible and like, oh strippers. Oh. But then when you tell the extra bit about you being handcuffed to one of them and then not being able to get out of it, and then everyone pretty much in the bar slash strip club trying to get you out of it. Yeah, like mu- like music might have like the record might have just like scratched. And everyone just and everyone was trying to, and he was yeah. getting tighter and tighter and tighter around my wrist. Tighter every time. And then the strippers, who you for some reason we all thought, well, they'll probably not okay. Yeah, handcuffs. you literally said that. You went, yeah, love, you know what you you know what you're doing with these. <laughs> well, I remember him. I remember her trying to get it off, and she was like, he's fucked. I, I don't genuinely <laughs> think this is it. Scuffed himself to take his hand off. Yeah, like the bouncers were trying to like it was horrendous. It was pretty horrendous. It pretty much brought a halt to the everyone's evening. Like all those Japanese businessmen, they were fucked. Yeah, everyone lost their actions instantly. <laughs> How did except you, get you. Except you though. <laughs> <laughs> I just intensified. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was handcuffed to a stripper thinking, right, she's not getting away for the night then. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he was dressed yeah. as a gay cowboy. <laughs> I remember that much. Make it yeah. even better, yeah. I feel like that idea has just like continued to manifest over the last, the next, what, 12 or 13 right. years. Now that you say that, is it my fault that he's got the red dead tattoo on his back? <laughs> and the cowboy just, hat behind him on the cupboard. Yeah. If I hadn't done that in the year 2000 or whenever that was, would he be a big gay cowboy now? <laughs> got to ask yourself. I don't know. It's a bit of a sliding door moment, isn't it, really? I want to know how you got out of the handcuffs. I don't know, you know. I don't know. I think... I can't remember. I think maybe... didn't Someone with a hairpin, maybe? One of the strippers had lube, and it it just just slid right off. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and then after all that excitement with being handcuffed to a stripper for longer than what my dance was before, and then, no, I had the I had the three stripper dance, uh, the crescendo of which was all three of them. Uh, what's the what's the word? Motorboating me at the end. That was the uh, that was the finale. Uh, <laughs> that was quite enjoyable. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe what I'll do, I'll finish work and just go hit the strip club on my own. <laughs> I'll be on my own little stag do. I, I imagine as well. during during the four hour photo session, you might do that. <laughs> You're gonna run out of ideas at some point. Peyton's gonna have to be a stripper for at least three photo photographs, <laughs> and then you'll have to be a stripper for at least three photographs. <laughs> Are you going to take take pictures of a computer screen of all the people who are on the Zoom call and not physically there? You're just going to get them to pose for photographs <laughs> from Australia. You could do that'd be funny because they'll all be able to see each other. So yeah, do it. Yeah, that'd be quite funny. that'd be quite cute. Uh... Just I've just saved you a good sort of probably minute and a half there of the four hours. Thank you. Expert, Tim, thank you. That's why I wanted you there early to come help with, with these great ideas. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> just to go, no, that's not practical. Drop that idea right now. <laughs> that is not going to happen. That's, that's not going to happen. Stop that. So you can go, right, no, get that off the wall. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Too late to fix anything by then. <laughs> uh, so, there's obviously a, a, a stag or a bucks do going on, uh, but there is also a hen do as well happening. Uh, is Peyton having a hen do? Uh, she is going out with her, her chief bridesmaid, Amy, uh, her best friend, best mate, Amy. Uh, I know I know for a fact strippers involved because Amy's told me. Uh, What's involved? Strippers. There will be male strippers involved. Uh, you're looking like, confused, Adam. <laughs> no, I just feel like they've absolutely... Men can be strippers too, Adam. No, I feel like they've absolutely done you, eh? So you're going, oh, no, it's not really for me. I'm not really a fan of <laughs> fun and drinking and birds. <laughs> I don't say birds anymore. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, and that mean, they've convinced you of that, and you've gone, okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> they're absolutely slagging it up about town. It's just fucking sausage party going on. Just, just dicks in faces. Wow, you've took it to another level. Just by <laughs> do you not feel like they've done you over there a little bit? No, that's what she wants to do. That's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't want dicks in my faces, so I'm cool. I'm. I'm <laughs> do you think uh, letting like you're kind of letting her get away with that though? Do you think it's gonna it's gonna just manifest itself in other ways after the wedding where she's just thinks, well, he let me do that. <laughs> I'm worried for you. I don't know. I don't know. Only time will tell, uh, and this podcast will tell as well, because because we talk about my personal life more than anything. This <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so the hen party. Uh, they're, they're doing a lot of line. They're having loads of fun over there. The line dancing, uh, drinking it up. Uh, I'm sure the strippers were just about right. Uh, we're going to arrive any minute. 
I think, yeah, like they were, they were booked. They were just running a little bit late. I was like, oh, we had to, you know, we, we had a couple of uh, oil and lube issues, so we're going to be a little bit late, but don't worry, we'll be there. I'm not allowed to get away with saying things like that. It's not fair that you can. What did you say? Oh, you that was that. that was preposterous. What did you say? <laughs> I said the strippers were probably running late for the the hen day just because they had like a few maybe baby oil and lube problems, and they had to go restock up, so they had to take a slight detour. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Adam's going to... all right, Tim. Please? <laughs> Are you following a cold, Adam? No, I just almost sneezed once. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a leap. Like, we've been sat here for I don't know how long, and he's not shown any symptom of it. Nothing. He doesn't sound bonged up or anything. He's not sniffly. He sneezed once, and you go, Are you dying? <laughs> yeah. you it's like me hope? saying, You've lost a bit of weight, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. You don't have to put one there. Carry on. Uh, have you lost oh, your train of thought? I have lost my train of thought. I'm trying to see where. So it's the next. Get on board that train. Come on. Choo choo. Uh, so it's the next morning. Oh no! This is when Harold gets the news that Kerry isn't showing. He's and he's, he's a bit fuming about that. Plain Jane isn't dressed yet, and he's like, "For fuck's sake, you need to get dressed. Get dressed." And then Mrs. Mangle going around doing the dusting. And he's like, what the fuck? It's my wedding day. Why the fuck are you dusting? Get ready. He's like, oh, you can't dust anyway. David has allergies. Uh, and David it is not the same actor who played David in Neighbours vs. Zombies. He is very much uh, a caricature. Is. is it? Yeah. Is it the same actor? He's got the same face. I don't... I don't really <laughs> know. No. I'm su- yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised we've got this far with Adam not having to correct Jay for anything. One of one of the things that I liked that made me go, that's really good, was the fact that I thought it was the same guy. Because <laughs> it's years later. So I was like, that's fucking brilliant that like 10 years later or whatever it must have been, more, they've got the same guy back. Please, I, I, if I'm wrong, I, I, I'll look a dick there and I'll fair play to you. You can, you can have another fucking moment like you did last time. Uh, but... <laughs> I thought it was the same guy. I could be wrong. Tim, feel free to Google that shit. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'll hold my hands up. It's fine. Yeah, but David has allergies, so they can't do the dusting round because of his allergies. And then he, he kind of like cracks onto Jane a little bit as well. He likes Jane. Jane's quite like quite cute girl next door kind of character, isn't she? I think. Yeah, uh, she's playing Jane, isn't she? I thought she was yeah, I thought she was all right. Yeah. But yeah, he tries cracking on. To her a little bit because uh, he thinks he's a star. Like Harold is like, oh yeah, he's a proper heartbreaker. David, he's he's such a good looking man, and he is the most. He's an absolute character of Harold. Uh, yeah, and but then David, once he's tried cracking onto Jane, he tries to start bonding with Henry. He's like, oh yeah, me and you are going to be brothers now. Henry's like, we're not fucking brothers. We are never going to be anything to each other. Uh, what are your thoughts on? Because obviously Harold and David are a certain character. They're quite geeky. They're quite, you know, God-fearing and all that kind of stuff. And I think they get a lot of shit. I think they get bullied by pretty much every other character in the show. What are your thoughts? Do you think, do you think that, like, it comes across like that? What do you think? <sighs> I don't... Obviously, that was too hard a question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, just Whoa, the, the let me think of another one. Then... 
the emphasis in the size. Oh, I wish I had Oh, why? Well, there was a big pause, and I thought, he ain't got a fucking clue what I've just said there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to relate it to myself, but I was like, well... Well, we give you a lot of shit. Yeah, you, yeah, but I... You deserve it. Do they deserve it? Does Harold deserve it, though? I think sometimes he does. I think sometimes. Harold's a bit of a dick with it sometimes, but he's probably got defensive over the years. But rather than changing a bit and softening, he's just been a bit of a cunt. I think in the late ones, like like the ones that we watched for this, I, yeah. But then these earlier ones, like it's all oh, this is quite heartfelt, and he's like wanted to marry Madge a long time. And then David, like you said, there, he's just saying, oh, it'd be like we're brothers sort of thing. And he's like, nah, fuck you. I think they're all just a bit like, I think they bully him a little bit. I just felt a bit bad for him. Got an answer for you, by the way. Go. The actor who played David in The Wedding was called Kevin Harrington. Mm. And the actor who played David in Neighbours vs. Zombies, Kevin Harrington. Oh, well done, Adam. Congratulations. Well done. That is Again, no, it, it was the fact that he had the same face. <laughs> it, it just gave it away. Gives it away, yeah. <laughs> now, that is good casting, that, to, to, to use the same guy. Yeah. I think that's really good. Well done, Neighbours. Well done, Neighbours. You've done that really, really well. Um, <laughs> so, Harold has some weird sort of revelation. Mrs. Mangle suggests to him that he might be having... Se- he's a bit nervous and he's having second thoughts. And Harold goes on this fucking weird rant about and has this major revelation halfway through that. No, he's not nervous. He's just matches the, the right one for him and he's definitely doing the right thing. Uh, it was there to kill time, that speech, in my opinion. Uh, there was no need for a last minute revelation there on the morning of your wedding going, yeah, I have made the right decision. Uh, we'll remember that on the 20th of November. <laughs> uh, Charlene and Madge are getting ready as well. They're getting all emotional as well. Uh, and then Edna, who is uh, Madge's mum, has a little word with Harold outside the church. He's like, you know, you better not fuck around on Madge. You better treat her right. Do you uh, think these conversations ever actually take place on the wedding day? Have, have either of you, like, personal experience or heard of that kind of bullshit? All this stuff happens before and if at all, right? I think if at all is the key there. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. even... Is it a thing? Like, I, you've had you've had a lot more weddings than I have. Um, have you, like, was there anything said approaching the day? Or has it been said this time around? Because it is, it is coming up. Has anyone give you a phone call from Australia to make sure you're not a cunt or anything? Uh, no. I mean, her mum was, like, when me and Peyton first started dating, her mum was, like, keen to try and get to know me. Like, like she'd bring me a fair of, you know, decent. Because she's like, "You're chat. 23 years older than my daughter." <laughs> did that come up? Seriously, did that come up? Yeah, she was like, "Well, you know," she was concerned about that. She was just like, "Well," I was like, "Well, she thought I was younger. I thought she was older. I thought she thought I was late 20s. I thought she was kind of mid to late 20s." So in your imaginations, you were, but you were like, you were saying, mate. you were right there." Yeah, mate, yeah. I was like, "Well." Uh, like yeah, you know, but uh, she, she was already worried. You know, you read the headline. You know, young daughter in foreign country with divorcee with two kids. What a headline! Yeah, it's it's a pretty shocking headline. How did you but... turn this around then? Because if that's that's a, a mum, mm-hmm. how did you fucking sort this out? Just being me, just 
You know, no, 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 no. I don't want the joke answer. I want the actual. How did you sort this out? I don't think that was a joke. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just being me and just entering. What does that mean? Noah and you know, she felt, and then obviously it helped when we went over to Australia and then because we we stayed at her mum's place for two weeks. Thinking what he means is know each other. I was myself. And kind of normal, and so she realised that I'm not a predator. <laughs> I don't know. How <laughs> you're not. You're not sure if that if that fits. No, I don't know how he how he pulled that off. <laughs> Look how he sat now. <laughs> he looks like someone who'd be a predator on a documentary. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> Maybe it's like. We'll get a Netflix documentary in a couple of years' time, and they'll use some of this footage as well. Probably. So, one, one of us will have done something yeah, horrific. The warning signs will be there. They'll just be out of whatever camera just going... Trying to fucking warn people. No one was listening. Yeah. <laughs> I took no pleasure in saying the things I said, but they need... <laughs> and then twist... Adam's the one that gets pulled away with the white coat on. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, take it. <laughs> no, I'm like, I joke about that. I, I'm glad, I'm, I hope she does like you and she does see you as not a predator and kidnapping a daughter and putting her in the back of a van or anything like that. <laughs> I just don't know how you've done it, though. <laughs> <laughs> just being me. Just being me. I'm a nice guy. I know. Said no nice guy ever. No one. No one would ever <laughs> say that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, no warnings. I mean, might get one. You know, there's still time, but I don't think so. Uh, Do you think you need a She's already in another country and here on a visa. And I'll just, I'll mute it. the Zoom. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just as they do the any objections bit, mute. <laughs> Everyone on the Zoom calls just like <laughs> waving frantically. Do any of her Australian family listen to this podcast? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just furiously making notes. Edit that out quick. Edit that out quick. <laughs> no, I don't. Play it too much when we Mum and Dad really don't want podcasts on. Uh, actually, you know what Dad would. Her dad's like. Yeah, that's quite studious. Uh, my brother is uh, very much involved with the church. Uh, I don't think he listens to podcasts. If he, if he were, they'd be Jesus-related, I'm assuming. Is there many Jesus podcasts? Oh, I'm sure there are fucking I, I thousands. I imagine there's billions of them. Yeah. Uh, I like how you've decided... Do you think that... one at some point? I, I like how you've decided he goes to church or does something for the church he probably doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Decided. This guy believes in God, so that means he doesn't want any audio entertainment whatsoever. <laughs> is, no, he's not Westboro Baptist Church Christian, is he? No. He's just the Australian version of that nightmare. <laughs> no, I just assumed, you know, he's... You know, he's a busy man. He's he's very heavily involved and does a lot for the community. So uh, 
you know, got a spare time to ask around listening to podcasts, especially not like this. this. Not like this, no. Uh, so we get to the actual wedding. Uh, Madge start, walks down the aisle with Henry, which is nice. Because, uh, oh yeah, because Madge's dad can't show up for some reason. Edna's like, oh yeah, he's... Brain dead, can't work. Yeah, something's acting up and he's had to go back in hospital. But she's like, fuck it, I've just left him in hospital. He'll be all right. Uh, Zoom isn't invented by that point, so he can't Zoom call him, which is a bit upsetting. Uh, Mrs. Mangle's playing the organ because obviously this church doesn't have any organ players. At Sarah's wedding, they didn't have an organ player either, so like half the street had a fucking go at playing it. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee in the next wedding we watch as well, someone will be playing the organ from the street. It won't be at, it won't be the church organist at all. You got an organist at your wedding? Yep. Any music? Uh, yes, we do have music. What uh, is the music going to be? Is it like just your favourite song or something? Or yeah, what? just a nice song. Uh, and then we've got some music to play like where we sign uh, paperwork. Uh, everyone gets to sign the paperwork as well, by the way. Why are you saying that? Like everyone gets to sign the oh, fucking <laughs> yes, please! What a treat! Everyone, we get to sign the paperwork. I'm really yeah, excited now. Paperwork, and then we've got some very good music for drinks afterwards. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but well, it's. Uh, I'm very. I happy. think your next tattoo now, having just heard what you've just said, I think will be the entire lyrics to whatever song Peyton walks down the aisle to. <laughs> the whole of it. I don't know what it is. Could be anything. You know, what I thought you were going to say he's just going to get the tattoo artist to transcribe. Transcribe is probably the wrong word. He's going to copy all of the signatures of the guests. <laughs> what a tattoo! That will be a good tattoo. That's a good idea. How many people? I'm trying to picture the body part you're going to need. Uh, it's about. He's going to have to be my entire back because I think there's about 25 people coming. Venus. Venus. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd like mo- mostly penis, then just a little bit of a dribble down the leg. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'm just, I'm just gonna do my. Generally, what I do with my penis is a little bit of dribble down the leg. <laughs> <laughs> it happens when you get old, you know. Then you, you get a leaky O ring. Yeah, a little bit. You just got to shake a bit more thoroughly than you would. You, you think you've shaken enough? Now you need to shake a little bit more. <laughs> Just to make sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they get down the aisle and then we get the names. It's Harold Wayne Bishop. Wayne! Harold Wayne Bishop. Who knew? Who knew, indeed. And Margaret Mary Ramsey. And they exchange their vows and there's no dramas. There's no dramas at this wedding. This is this wedding is plain sailing. Would you say that this is a hashtag Good. traditional wedding? I would say it's a traditional wedding. Uh, yeah, everything everything went to plan. Everything went off without a hitch. Uh, they do loads of pictures outside, and they like they do this very eighties picture effect on the on the screen. So like they're posing, and then it like and then like it'll do like a little frame around it. Was it was it a montage of photographs though? Because obviously you can't fit four hours of photographs into a forty minute episode. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'd love? I'd love a fucking montage. Photo montage. 
If you could somehow work that where I, it's not a full four hours, it's just a montage. I'll be in some of them. I don't need to be in there. <laughs> I'll just play that that song from Team America constantly while we're taking the photo. We'll just do a live montage. Yeah. Gotta need a montage. Uh, and then time will pass quicker. And then before you know it, it'll be the next morning. You'll be like, oh, that was a great night. What a montage. <laughs> 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 Uh, for the receptions back at Imagine Harold's, uh, I don't know what the menu is. Uh, Sim, before you ask, <laughs> either way, Tim won't fucking want it. <laughs> uh, Paul Robinson like comes up to shake Harold's hand. I feel like they've had a bit of a feud, and Paul's like, I'm really like trying to make amends and like extend the olive branch. But Harold, he's like, I'm not shaking your hand, and Paul's like. What do you mean, fucker? Well, shake my hand, you cunt. And he's like, no, because I'm not letting go of Madge's hand all day. Which was good. It was sweet and mugged off Paul Robinson. So he's done well there, Harold, in my opinion. However, we all know Paul gets the last laugh by trying to blow up his son in a plane crash. Yeah. That so is- who's laughing now? Yeah. And then, of course, the zombies as well. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming after the zombies, the whole Neighbours was just a reboot. Did they just reboot at that point? Because obviously they all died at that moment and then that was the end. Multiverse, isn't it? Multiverse. Maybe that's why they used so many of the like already dead cast. Like they didn't want to kill her. Well, they do the time travel one as well. So maybe he goes back in time, kind of like in Endgame. Spoilers if you've not seen Endgame. Um, about, about seeing the time travel one. Any of this spoofy spin off things? Oh, Tim's internet's fucked. That's right, fucked, isn't it? Flex. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. I'm just going to sit here quietly from now on. Uh, Why is your internet going so bad all of a sudden? I don't know. Grace has got porn on downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) You just typed in Hindu dicks in. <laughs> She's been doing that the whole time, though. I don't know why it only start now. <laughs> She's gone for the 4K. She's gone for the. 4K. No, that'll be it. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's One of those VR headsets, and she's just literally <laughs> just like. <laughs> she's got a can of hot dogs out. She's yeah, she'll have a big of string and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a cucumber for the finale. <laughs> Smacks herself in the forehead with it. <laughs> Uh, does Grace listen to this podcast? I keep telling her she should. She listened to a few minutes of it and laughed. Like I said, not not my bits, but everything else that you guys said. I think she'd like this one. It's been a pretty good one. I'm quite enjoyed this one. Yeah. I I keep telling her she needs to go back and listen to the one where Adam you just constantly interrupted Ty and Jay what he looked like. <laughs> I think I peaked in that episode. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> well, they're all good. They're all good. It's all about the ammunition he brings, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. He's done well again tonight. I have done well again. Um, <laughs> and after the wedding, it'll be the ridiculous lead up to Christmas. So <laughs> I imagine you'll have a new job. <laughs> Anything could happen. It's the only yeah, reason uh, I keep coming back. Now, well, once the wedding's over, Peyton will have another idea about something. She'll be like, right, we're going to do this now. Baby. Nah, that's, that's, no. Not for a <laughs> long, long time. 
not for a long, long time. No. Uh, we we kind of want. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it. Now we kind of want Seth to be old enough to look after it. Is the kind of the rock? What the fuck? You are you've got you are a fucking rock star in your head. You you're gonna wait until you're sixty five and be like, yeah, let's have another few. Well, now time you know. Time is on our side, so there's no rush. No, it's not. Is it? You're 40 years older than she is. Exactly, and I can still... Exactly, like you said, I can make Jagger it. Well, then, even your reason, then, we want Seth to look after it. Yeah. So not due to be parents of a child, you want Seth to look after it. No, we want help. That's what it is. From your current child. So my two current children will be also helping. Uh, Jess helps with Seth all the time. It's great. It fucking takes a right, but I don't know. So let Seth, let, let Jess do, do it again do now. It. So, so Peyton spent last year and a half in Australia. She was living with a friend who've got two girls who were very close to each other in age. And she's just like, no, I don't want two kids. Because that's... She knows you've got two kids, right? Yeah, but like, she doesn't want two kids close to her age because that second one, all you're doing is just breeding an opponent for the first one. That's all you're doing. Or a friend. No, an opponent. Opponent. Or a friend, though, because no, that's like, fight. obviously, a, it's one or the other. It's not always an opponent. It's someone to play with. No, it's someone to fight with. Wow. Right. Decided. Okay, here's the test. Jay, how close are you to your sister? And Adam, how close are you to your brother? I'm four years older than he is. Not, not that close, but not that far away. Either. I'll be honest, right? I, when I was four and my little brother was born, I wouldn't want to look after him because that's what it sounds like <laughs> it wants to happen there. I would exactly. not be looking after that that baby. Exactly. So you, you wait maybe another ten years and then there you go. Respond. Another ten. Ten years. You got a lot of confidence in your sperm. I've got a lot. I've always had a lot of confidence. <laughs> you only got two kids, though. All the waitresses. Oh, like only two that you know of. <laughs> no, you just don't say pull out and come on a tits. You're not allowed <laughs> to. You're not allowed to steal all the smutty comments. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think I believe it's called the withdrawal method. I think that's what the Catholics call it. <laughs> it's called it an ATM. Uh, yeah, uh, there's eight years difference between me and my sister. My sister okay. is three years older than me. Uh, okay. Yeah, and she helped. She helped bring me up. Like, okay, so you're saying eight is eight is where you're going to be. So you you need to wait for Seth to be just over seven. Start making the triplets. No God. You're <laughs> <laughs> fucking getting one each. <laughs> you're fucking getting them sending them Tim's like oh oh Jonathan sent me some uh, some, some books in the post no it's a fucking baby <laughs> it's just in a cardboard box it's dead <laughs> but oh look the new Richard Osman yeah we'll put some holes in it it'll be fine send that baby oh the box not the baby sorry no <laughs> yeah, we'll send it I'll send it like express delivery like next day or something it'll be fine <laughs> Give it a bottle. Yeah, just give it a big bottle. Give it, give it, I put an appy on it, but give it two extras and say, like, if you need it, just switch them over. Yeah. Don't have triplets. 
I, I will definitely try not to have triplets. Uh, yeah, I think I've got one more in me. I think that's uh, the <laughs> got one more kid in me. I think. Oh God, just <laughs> just one left, just swimming around. Yeah, never comes out somehow. Yeah, and then I'll have my own triple threat club of kids, and I won't need you anymore. I'll have enough for a podcast then. So. Technically, there's three of us now. One of them's you. You've already got two kids. You could do it now. You do, what you're saying is you're just going to direct a podcast that you're just forcing your kids to yeah. sit on different parts of the Jess, country on Jess a Zoom will host, call. Jess will be the host of sorts. I'll be like the exec producer. I feel so bad for him already. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything else happen in this fucking episode of nah, Neighbours? Like. It was a wedding and it it was all right by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, there was, the only drama is Des. Uh, so a character called Des uh, gets a bit upset at the wedding and leaves uh, because his wife Daphne had just died fairly recently. And do you know what? Do you know how Daphne and Des met? Working at the coffee shop. No, Daphne was a stripper. There we go. So that's how they met. And it was a nice romantic story of boy meets stripper. Boy gets handcuffed to stripper. Uh, boy, boy and stripper get married. Uh, a stripper dies in car accident, and yeah, it's a classic love story. And <laughs> that's the end of the podcast. I think. I think we've done. Yeah, nothing else happens. Uh, they toss the bouquet. Uh, some some bird catches it. Jane caught it. Is it Jane? Was it Jane? Okay, so she's getting married next. Then I think. Uh, I think actually, I think Henry is after Jane. I think that's what happens. I think, yeah, Henry, old uh, Craig McLaughlin is after Jane. So I think they might get married in the future. Yeah, and there we go. That was the Imagine Harold wedding special. Uh, it was the JK and Peyton part one. Part one, because yeah, we're doing this again. I'm worried about, so I'm worried, a bit worried about this. That was. I told myself before they started not to ask you too many wedding questions because I know there's another <laughs> one, but I felt like I had to. So I don't know if I've got another one in me here. You said you've got Just, another baby in you. I don't know if I've got another podcast in me about weddings, if I'm being honest. Listen back today, make notes and ask him the same questions next time. And see if I give a, a, the same answer. I'll <laughs> what is the next wedding? Because you said we've got to watch another one then. We have. Oh, yeah. Good segue. Uh, so it's the big one. It's the biggest wedding of all time. It is Scott and Charlene's wedding that we're going to watch next. Uh, there's no more iconic. I don't think there's any more iconic wedding in TV history. I don't TV think. history? Yeah, try and think of a better wedding than Scott and Charlene's. It got something ridiculous like 18 million viewers. It was an absolute hit. I think, I think you'd have to say... I'd, maybe like... Prince William's wedding and Prince Harry's weddings and Princess Diana, like real life shit. Diana, yeah. Nothing else on t like fictional TV. Oh, we could just watch Charles and Diana's wedding. That'd be an interesting special. <laughs> no, I'd feel a bit bad. I think. Yeah, probably. But Scott and Charlene, massive wedding. Um, that that's got to be about eighty six, right? Something like that. It was uh, before Imagine Harold's wedding. Yeah, it's before this one. Yeah, so you're thinking eighty six, eighty seven, maybe. Maybe a year before. Um, that'll be good because I remember. I, can hear the song in the back of my mind now that they played for it and everything. I'll have to think of some new things to ask you to somehow join it with yours, but we will we'll try our best with that. Yeah. 
you're, you're, you're naturally inquisitive mind, Adam. Uh, so true. <laughs> I'm sure you'll think of any question. <laughs> you mainly just bemused at what I say and what I do. Uh, exactly. I, only, I only ask you questions because I'm interested to know what the answers will be. <laughs> It's amazing that we've stayed friends for so long because we, we clearly have very different views on life and how you know, life can be lived. You know what? And I've noticed it more and more via this podcast. Like, I always knew you, like, you saw, saw the world slightly different and you went your Chinese in a slightly different way. <laughs> but this this is a, it's been an eye-opener for me, These these podcasts. I don't know how Tim feels. <laughs> and I I don't know why I'm here, but I I figured the reason Adam you're staying around is because in the back of your mind you're thinking one day I'll get that rematch that I'm after. <laughs> I need that rematch. <laughs> it's just interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. If we all thought the same, what would be the point? You know, exactly. Exactly. And you know, three people can come around have a discussion about neighbours. Not see eye to eye on it, but still walk away. Great friends. So, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Tim. We've watched some good neighbours. See you next week. <laughs>